Welcome back, everyone. This is Kurt Hardy. You're listening to Zeros on the Board podcast. It's been a while. And today I'm excited to be back because we're going to start doing things a little differently today. For one, I am all alone in this pod. It's just me, and we're going to go wire to wire. But more importantly, I'm going to start releasing what I'm calling micropods. So instead of these hour-long, drawn-out podcasts, I'm going to try and keep these between five and seven minutes. And that way, I can still deliver my hot takes, and you don't have to awkwardly sit around thinking, what am I supposed to do while listening to this? And with that, let's just jump right into it. My subject for today is how I would fix the NFL. We all know ratings are down this season big time. Sports Illustrated detailed that Sunday Night Football ratings are down 19% from last season. Thursday Night, 18%. And Monday Night Football is down 24%. Now, I'm going to avoid the exhausted topics we always hear on how we can fix this. Doing things with National Anthem, trying to change overtime again or even getting rid of Thursday night games. Instead, I've come up with three quick fixes that could make a big difference on how we see the game today. And since the NFL has once again denied my request to reinstate the XFL's Las Vegas Outlaws, with me as acting owner, I'll just have to keep my thoughts to this podcast. The first is not even related to the play on the field. The NFL needs to install a zero-tolerance policy. From substance abuse to the frequent arrest, a statement needs to be made. Professional athletes have gotten to a point where they feel they can get away with anything. And worst case, get a slap on a wrist with a two-game suspension. That's not how the real world works, and the NFL needs to crack down. Many of us heard the story last month of uh, Michael Floyd. The Arizona Cardinals receiver was arrested on a drunk driving charge after blowing a .217 on the breathalyzer. .217! The Cardinals then took two days to confirm everything they were hearing and before doing the right thing and releasing Floyd. So golf clap for the Cardinals. Floyd was then left unemployed for only three days before being signed by the top team in AFC, New England Patriots. He wasn't even out one week before a new team signed him up. And this is unacceptable, folks. Now, the NFL has at least made strides in in other areas in terms of like regards to domestic violence following a Ray Rice incident. But serious change needs to happen across the board in order to truly have an impact. And I'm not talking about adding more games to a suspension. I'm talking lifetime bans. You get in trouble, you're done. Out of the league. Something needs to be done. It's it's bad luck for the league, and it's turning a lot of people off. Players need to learn that this is serious, and by adding serious consequences, we'll see players shape up real quick. My second idea is a little bit on the lighter side, and it may surprise you, but I think it's time we reconsider changing the default camera view used in games we all know this camera the 50 yard line press box level zoomed in as far as we can i have a few problems with this camera first defenses nowadays are playing farther and farther back especially using safeties as a deep center fielder however television crews are not adapted to this at all remaining zoomed in on the location of the ball take a serious look the next time you watch an nfl game more often than not you can't even tell where the safeties are lined up as Fans, we've accepted this cheap follow-the-ball mentality where we're not even demanding to see the complete picture. Imagine watching a basketball game with the camera zoomed in (laughs) on the paint, and you can't even see the three-point arc. It's a ridiculous example for sure, but you get my point. We need to be able to demand more. My recommendation is actually the man view. You know the floating sky camera sitting 10 yards behind the quarterback? The man view. We're already accustomed to this through video games, sure. But the camera crews already have this technology in place with this sky cam setup behind the offense. While this is generally used for highlights, NBC Sports went as far as to make this view accessible full-time through their website. And let me tell you, it's awesome. 
it's a game changer. For one, you can see the entire field, which should be a given already, but more importantly, you can actually better analyze some of the positions on the field. To start, the Monday morning quarterbacks in your office are going to have a field day with this view. Fans would see exactly what their quarterback sees in real time. He throws an interception, and you already know their stake was made before you see a replay. The position, however, that's going to scare them the most over this view is going to be offensive linemen. They might hate this, because I think fans will have a better knowledge of what's going on. Try not following the ball and watch the offensive line for a play. It's tough. Even just for a few plays, we're so not used to it, and you need to mentally tell yourself, don't follow the ball, don't follow the ball. And even then, with the press box camera, you can only see so much. Through the Skycam view, fans will have a better handle of the talent offensive line. Let's be honest, the average fan does not know how great a particular offensive lineman is. We see devastating lines like Dallas, for sure, but other than that, rely on resources like Pro Football Focus to tell us how good a particular lineman is. Besides Pro Bowls, these men only really receive attention doing something wrong, giving up a sack, false start, or holding, etc. They, they more or less go unnoticed, and I think this new camera will change that, adding another dimension to our fandom. And finally, and this one might be a little crazy, folks, I'd reduce the play clock to 25 seconds. What? I know. Hear me out. Coaches are going to hate this one, but think about the current process. There's so much fluff involved. Offense calls a play and sends out new players, has to then wait for the defense to make their substitutions before wasting the last 10 seconds trying to read the defense or go with a hard count. Now, Initially, teams would need to become less complicated, less formation changes, less substitutions, and you definitely won't be able to call two plays in the huddle anymore. But I'm confident teams can learn to evolve, as there are many options available. Worst case, teams are just going to move to the college model by hurrying to the line before looking back at the sideline for a new play call. Who really benefits from this is going to be the fans. Teams are going to be moving. The amount of plays per game will rise, likely increasing stats along with them, and you know the league will prove if it means more scoring. The main reason for this change, however, comes down to the end of the game. How many games do we see where a team burns the opposition's timeouts, gets that last first down to two-minute warning, and simply kneels out the clock for the rest of the game? Now, we love it if it's our team, but if the tables are turned, it's the worst way to go down. I'm honestly baffled that a game with the interest and social impact that the NFL has is simply content with these lackluster finishes the games it's terrible with a 25 second play clock games are no longer finished at the two minute warning your defense can be out of timeouts still make a stop and get the ball back before the end of the game and so that's my plan folks three seemingly minor changes that could greatly impact how we see the game today so once again my name's kurt hardy you've been listening to zeros on the board podcast be sure to like and share our facebook page let's get the word out and don't forget to check our website at zerosontheboard.com. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our friends at MKA Mixing and Mastering who helped make this whole thing possible. And music today was courtesy of our friends, the Rumskis. Thanks again, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. I'll let the Rumskis take it away.